So that way you can kind of start looking at it. But the most important thing that you're going to need to do is, is hunker down on figuring out exactly what tasks you need to do every single week in your business and how much time each of them take you. Like mm-hmm. hands down, that's what's going to be a game changer for you knowing how to really start making headway in your business and stop doing tap. It makes you not feel like you're working all the time anymore. Like you just won't feel like that because you, right. you know, I need to do these four things today. I have two hours blocked off. I sit down, I do these four things and I'm done. And then you move yeah. on. Today's productivity session is with an incredible mom named Heather. You're going to get to dive in and meet her a little bit more and hear our entire session. You're going to walk away today knowing how to determine where and when you can utilize screen time strategically in your day instead of a crutch that leads to the major mom guilt that you're currently experiencing. You're also going to learn how to get your kids on board and in the groove with time blocking that you have established instead of fighting with them on what they want all day long. And also you're going to hear my tried and true breakdown for how to build effective time blocks for a seamless day of working from home. All right, friends, let's dive in to today's productivity session. Talk to me just a little bit about what's going, what, what would you like to walk away with other than a schedule or is that just the only thing? Um, I, I want to be productive with my business too. I feel like I spend a lot of time doing tasks that aren't really tasks. (laughs) Like I get distracted and I start scrolling on Facebook instead of doing what I got on Facebook to do, like to do research or to do a specific task. And then I get distracted and start doing other things. And then an hour later and I didn't get anything done. Yeah. So I want to, streamline that better and just get more focused okay and then i'm i don't want to multitask i'm tired of multitasking (laughs) it's exhausting it's so exhausting so i want to have like a set work time and a set mom time and not blend them together too much okay so talk to me a little bit about what first of all talk to me a little bit about what you um what kind of help do you have in, in any regard? Um, like household stuff or anything to do with your mom duties or your business duties, whether or not you have any type of assistance in your business, if you have any type of assistance with caretaking or cleaning or anything, or is it hundred percent all you for everything? Um, we have someone who comes and cleans every once in a while. She's been coming less often since COVID, but um, we've had her come list a couple times the last few months. Um, so she could come more often. It's more like getting the kids out of the house or out of the way so that she can do the things, you know, before it was easier. She would come when they were at preschool or yeah. we would go to the park or something. So it's harder to get out of her way now. So, yeah. Um, so I do have that. Um, and then I, my husband, does he count? <laughs> He does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. (laughs) My husband's like my biggest help. (laughs) He has a crazy work schedule and works a lot, a lot of hours. So he's not really here much. Um, And he, when he does come home, he has his own uh, chores that he has to do and responsibilities and projects. He's building a fence and, you know, the dogs and the horses and the chickens and all the Mm -hmm. yard and all the things. So um, he takes care of like the outside chore yeah. domain and I have more of the inside chore domain and the kids. So there's that. Okay. Um, with my business, um, it's just me. Okay. We have a, Do you... we have a, go ahead. We have a team of ladies that we kind of share content and share information and bounce ideas off each other and so we have like a support network in that sense and we um get graphics and you know content related information we share um but as far as like running my business it's just me I don't have like an assistant or anything okay what about uh so you said that your kids are not going to be in preschool or in school right now right so you are what does that look like 
they're starting an online program. So our preschool is connected to our district. So it's public preschool, basically. Okay. Um, so they have, um, they're going to be doing the same thing that the whole district is doing, which is um, they're starting online. Uh, so we'll go pick up a packet and then we'll do online through Google Classroom. Um, just kind of basic stuff. So I'll have circle time and, um, but I'll be kind of facilitating that. Mm -hmm. Whenever you find out what time, because you're, we're obviously going to have to work your blocks around the time frame when you are going to be dedicated. But I'm assuming dedicated to the preschool. But I'm assuming that it's going to be in the morning. Like I don't know why they would do it in the afternoon, right? Um, and I, that, I think they set it up so that it's going to be loaded already, and we just do it within our whatever schedule is good for us. That's cool. That's how. That's what we did last at the end of last school year. So it's like, here's your week, you know, here's stuff that you could do this week, have fun. Yeah, um, that's, and that was that's really cool. So that you don't have mm -hmm. to come up, come up with it on your own, but it's there for you when you need it. Okay, so uh, do you have anyone that helps you or could help you with the kids at all? Do you have parents or grandparents? Do you use sitters? Um, I have one sitter, the same lady that cleans my house. Oh, cool. She's a good friend of she's a good friend of mine. We used to work together, and um, she will also babysit for me sometimes if I need her. But my How parents, often... I don't have any family nearby. Okay, because you guys live on like massive, pretty land out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, Pros and cons, right? <laughs> Pros yes. and cons. Oh, it's so pretty though. It's so pretty. It is. It is. It is. Okay. So how often are you able to utilize? How regularly are you willing to have you and your husband talked about utilizing a sitter for you? We haven't talked about it much. Um, I think he's more reluctant to it right now than I am because of COVID. He's okay. more, um, cautious I guess than I am <laughs> and he doesn't want people in the house okay. or us going out much we you know our necessities in church now but um he might change his mind with school starting up it seems silly like if we're willing to send our kids to school but we're not willing to have one person come into our house and babysit yeah. I mean so yeah. If they're going to school, though, you're going to have that time on your own, too. So at that point, right. you may not need somebody. Um, right, right. I just will spend the first little portion trying to kind of get to know what your resources are, what your demands are, mm -hmm. what responsibilities you have, all of that to try and fit all these puzzle pieces together to try and make something that's super effective for you. Um, okay, my next question is, do you know how many hours a week you need to be able to complete your business work for the week no okay <laughs> we i watched the same training that my company does over and over again and i just haven't been able to figure it out for me they do a similar like time blocking like, yeah. like when is the time that you absolutely can't work cross that off on your schedule when is the time that you can and circle that and see, look at all this time that you have to work. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, like it's all like circles because I, I do everything all at the same time. And <laughs> like, it doesn't, okay. I, I don't, I don't get it <laughs> because I'm just, I'm always mom and I'm always working. Yeah. So I don't know. It's hard with the littles at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how old are they now? They're four, four and a half. Okay. okay, so now we are going to get, if you had to guess, and here's my other question. If you're uncomfortable answering that, that's fine. But here's what I've come to find. Um, there's a different need and desire based on the income from mom's side hustles, right? So mm -hmm. some moms are like, we bank on this income and I am stressed and I need to figure this out right now because we need this income. And sometimes that pushes them to make harder decisions based on the moms that are like, I'm just doing this for fun and the income is whatever. And it kind of helps me gauge, do you know which bucket or camp you would be in? 
how do I put this? Uh, my husband makes a great income. And yeah. so my income isn't necessary, but we both love it. <laughs> okay. So he is like, so it's something supportive. that he's like, okay. He is fully supportive of me making money and he wants me to make money. We have okay. um, big financial goals. We recently are, became completely debt free and we paid off our house. Good um, job. That's so, so fun. I know. It's really, we're really proud of that. And then we're saving to build a new home on the land that we bought. So we have 20 acres and we want to build our dream home. And oh so we're gosh. saving to pay, we're hoping to pay cash and just not have a mortgage. Wouldn't okay. that be a dream? <laughs> so yes. that's that's why he's like, yes, go go make some money, go make some money. We have um we have a budget that we keep with every dollar through Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is all really organized and taken care of, and we do that monthly. Um, so yeah, does that answer your question? <laughs> it does. I mean, and and it also is one of those things where I think moms forget and they don't necessarily know how to leverage that. And I think it comes from guilt and it comes from maybe not necessarily pride, but, um, expectations of what you're supposed to do. Because when you guys have sat down and he realizes your potential and being an income earner for your family, you can't Mm -hmm. quite possibly do that at the same time while raising kids all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. Right. And so that then becomes a decision where you can sit down once you have it on paper and you could say, Hey, look, when I have a sitter come over twice a week from this time to this time, that allows me to pour in to Annabelle and Alan a hundred percent of the time when I'm with them. And this is when I'm going to be waking up. This is when I'm going to be working. And you can really focus on that. And when he takes your income seriously, yeah. those are better conversations, easier conversations to have with, with them. Yeah, no, I agree. And that would be a good conversation to have. Um, I think he would be more receptive to having a babysitter if they don't go back to preschool and they're yes. home all the time. Then I could say, okay, well, since I don't have that preschool time, I need a sitter. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's, and I like that two days a week too. <laughs> yeah. I think two days a week is, is awesome. What this all comes down to is you knowing how many hours you need in your business. That is absolutely mm-hmm. vital for us to be able to even know what to start blocking off for your business. Because if you need 10 hours versus 20 hours, that looks very, very different. Yeah. Very different. So um, there are two ways. I want to get you, I want to get you a schedule and we're just going to start with a random number. If you could pick a random number of what Mm -hmm. you would need to complete all of your tasks in your business to keep your income where it's at, not to grow, but just to keep it where it's at, what would you say? For a week to keep it where it's at. Oh, you don't know. You have no idea. Okay. What about like how many because hours I'm, a day do you think? Seriously, I work like 24 seven. I, I know. I, I days, know you do. I don't take days <laughs> off. I don't like I work all the time, but not all the work I do is productive. So. I know. <laughs> So if you had to think of actual tasks that you had to complete in one day, let's just look at a day, like how okay. long would you have to sit to be able to finish if, that? If I can, if I can have focused attention, focused work and do like a little bit every day, maybe like two hours. Okay. Okay. Hi. Because, <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> the biggest time uh, how to, the biggest thing that takes up my time and energy is customer service. Okay. And I pride myself in having good customer service and taking care of my people. But that also means that I'm like helping people oh, pick out their God. orders 24 seven. Like someone messages me at eight o'clock at night and I respond okay. back and I help them with their order any time of the day. And that is the biggest, like, pulling me away from my kids, pulling me away from yeah. my other responsibilities is because my phone dings and I feel the need to respond to my customers. What do you think you'd have to do to feel better about not doing that? If I had 
I don't know, because if I had like office time, then I could sit and I could follow up with all everyone all at the same time. But then that customer might not be available during that time to respond. Mm -hmm. And so she's going to respond when she's available. But that might not be my office time or when mm -hmm. my work schedule is. And so it's like I'm not getting back to her until the next day mm -hmm. or whenever my set schedule is. So I don't know what the solution is to that. Uh, well, you're, you're going to have to work through it. And, and the biggest question that it, that it comes down to is what's more important to you. You have to look at what, uh, what are the, what is the outcome of you doing that when you're supposed to be at the dinner table or when you're supposed to be cooking dinner, or when you're supposed to be putting the kids to bed or when you're supposed to be with your husband or when you're supposed to be doing something else, right. what are the right. consequences you know, of you doing that? Do you like the way that it feels? Do you, you know, okay. So then that should guide your next decision. If it doesn't feel right. And it feels kind of like, uh, you need to just try something different. And if that thing doesn't work, then you try something different. So now let's talk about what your actual day looks like. I always start with sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, sleep for the kids. What time do they go to bed? What does that look like? And what time do they get up? Um, they go to bed between eight, um, seven thirty and eight, and um, they were sleep trained as babies, so they they go to sleep on their own and they go to sleep real easily most of the time, um, yeah. and they sleep through the night until about six o'clock. They wake up on the nose six o'clock, <laughs> and we have, we actually have a nightlight in their room that turns green mm -hmm. at six o'clock. So that means they're allowed to get out of their beds and get up at six if they're awake. Um, so Annabelle is out the door, like running out the door at six o'clock. She gets up and slams the door and runs to the living room. Mom, it's green. Oh <laughs> so gosh. she's been awake. She's been awake for at least 10, 15 minutes laying okay. in her bed, waiting for it to turn green. Awesome. And then Alan will, um, He'll get up at green sometimes and sometimes he'll lay in his bed for a while and just chill until he's ready to get up. That's cool. So now that they have their own rooms, um, which is a somewhat new development in the last couple months, um, but they've been doing a lot better in their own rooms, not waking each other up and yeah. talking and stuff. And Alan feels more at peace to just chill for a bit because he needs more sleep than Annabelle does. Um, <laughs> So about, okay. so they're in bed by 7.38 and then they're up at six. I go to bed. I start my bedtime routine after I get them to bed. I'll shower and get ready and then be in bed about nine or so. Okay. Asleep, usually asleep before 10. So you have like a hard and faster out of their bedroom by eight o'clock? I try it, to be. Okay. Yeah. Is, is your husband's name Brad? Scott. Scott. I don't know why I was thinking Brad. Okay. Uh, what time do you guys have dinner? Um, before six. We're usually like between 5.30 and 6 is dinner. Okay. And so you start dinner like 4.30-ish? 5.30. Like what time do you start? Oh, start it? cooking. Start cooking. Yeah. 4, 4.30, depending on what I'm making. Okay. Or I'll try and figure out what to make at 4 and then start at 4.30. <laughs> but that uh, meme that you posted, <laughs> always, what's for dinner? That is like the question we ask each other every single day. What the heck is for dinner? Oh my gosh, and you need to do the menu board. I Have haven't looked at it. I, I heard you mention it, but I didn't look at what it was. I need to. I'm going to write it down. Menu I have a podcast episode. I'll send it to you. Okay. Scott and is, a link to the. Scott is dieting. And so our, um, our selection is very limited. <laughs> and that's the hardest thing is trying to get creative with limited options. And it's we totally end up having doable. the same boring stuff all the time. 
Okay, so what you can do is you can, we won't spend much time talking about this because I have the resource in a blog post and in the blog post gives like links to where I got everything and the podcast okay. episode will teach you how to do it. There's so many people okay. in the Facebook group using that exact same system that you can ask all your questions in there or just send me a message if you're struggling. But the point of it is to help everyone for you to know what you're cooking and for everyone to like it when it's on the table and how to like infuse new meals from time to time. But yeah. Okay. I'll look at that. Okay. All right. So do you have any desire to get, an, to get your kids to six 30 in the morning or do you like the way that things are functioning? Um, I think I want to keep it at six for if they go back to school, it's, good for them to be up early and we like going to bed early also so it's nice to have them in bed early so that we can go to bed early or at least have a little bit of flexibility in the evening yeah that's how I'm, we, this, I'm, I mean this is how we do ours too yeah for sure. I'm usually up about five in the morning okay I have time before them well my alarm goes off at five and then I get up you know so are you routinely in bed and lights out at nine o'clock uh i'm in bed sometimes we watch tv okay for a while so together at least hang out yeah usually lights off by before 10 okay so that puts your sleep schedule right now from 10 to 5 okay if you actually get up at five o'clock. So if you want your full eight hours, then you'll have to pull that back or you're sleeping in through your morning routine. So just yeah. keep that in mind. Okay. I am gonna set you up for nine to five for sleeping. Okay. So that you have a full hour in the mornings because it sounds like that's your ideal. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of like making that happen. Yeah. Yeah, that hour I... Um, I love that hour <laughs> mm -hmm. just to get up and have some quiet time, drink my coffee. And then I also try and schedule out my day for like my social media stuff. What am I posting? What am I talking about? And I try to at least do the day if I can't do further into the week as well. Okay. okay. Do you do any kind of planning of your week on the weekends or the Friday before? Ideally, sometimes I do. <laughs> Okay. I don't do it consistently, but I have done it before and I really like it when I do do it. What keeps you from doing it consistently? I'm just making the time to sit down and focus on it. Okay. Um, is Scott pretty open to giving you like an hour on Sundays? Yeah. If I ask for it. Okay. And if he's not, if he's not working. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have and, a farm to manage. Yeah, well, he's um, he works. This is storm season, and mm -hmm. it's his busy season, so um, he gets called out a lot. Um, so he's always on call. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, because I work all the time. <laughs> we were we both decided that I needed a day off. And that Sunday would be a good opportunity to have that day off. We'll go to church, we'll have family time, and I just don't work. And okay. so I'm really trying to implement that. Um, okay. certain, sometimes we'll have events come up, like um, Facebook parties or customer-type events that prevent me from taking the day off. But I try and keep it minimal. So Sunday is my day of rest. <laughs> yeah, I do too. But we... I do plan my week for home and business. I get all my plans in place on Sundays, okay. but we don't, I guess I, for me, I don't consider that work. Some people do. And so okay. they do it the Friday before, or you can yeah. even do it on a Saturday. Saturday. I try and not do, I unplug from social media on Fridays and I get back on, on Mondays. And that mm -hmm. has made all of the difference in the world so that I'm not like, I truly do not even know that I need to respond to anything. I delete the apps from my phone altogether 
and I just am not available Friday night through Monday morning. People will email me and I do respond to emails because if I feel like if a client has taken the time to send me an email, then I can shoot them back an email really quick. But that has never been like all consuming and like social media does. There's nothing like sit and scroll in your emails, you know, um, in your email. <laughs> that will be something if you just start, try and do one day. Mm-hmm. I would say just deep dive and do it. Just unplug on the weekends. Um, it's such a game changer. It's huge. It really does make it feel like you're not constantly working. It refreshes your mind and your spirit. And you're able to really just focus on your home and your kids and, and prepping yourself for a week where your house is clean. You've gotten to the grocery store. You know what food you're eating. You've planned your meals for the week. You've had time to sit and think about, you know, your plans for the week for your business and for your kids. And you've prepped everything, like everything's ready to go. So you're not doing that during the week. And I'm able to get all that done because I don't have my phone around. Like I just, my phone's just not anywhere to be found on the weekends because why do I need it in my hand if I'm not like scrolling all day long? Right. So I would definitely think about that. As far as your blocks are concerned, they're going to be, they're going to be, really set up just like, just like mine are. I mean, I, if you're open to using technology, let's just talk about what it looks like when they're not in preschool, because once they go to preschool, then you're going to have, what do they go? Four hours a day? Longer. They're going to start a full day. So I think they would. Mm. I think this is the year before kindergarten. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. is pre-K. Yeah. So they will be like, I think they'll, the bus will pick them up at 7.30 if they ride the bus. I think school starts at 8 o'clock and then they'll be home like at 2.30 or something or 2 o'clock, okay. something like that. Okay. So, so it's let's a long day. <laughs> talk about what it looks like right now then. Ideally, this is what I'd like for you. I'd like for you to talk to Scott and see if you can have a sitter come two days a week. You can do your preschool with them first thing in the morning and sitter can stay from 10 to two. Cause you can, you could push it back a little bit further if you wanted. It just depends on what your preschool looks like. Cause you don't really know how much time that's going to yeah. consume. But um, I, honestly, every... I don't think it'll be too time consuming. I imagine it'll be like an hour, an hour and a half, maybe. It's just real. Um, honestly, I don't think I could keep them focused for longer than that. I know. So I know like an hour of preschool a day. (laughs) I could even do like a morning block and an afternoon block. I did that for a little Mm -hmm. while um, before because I I have access to this online program and it's like 15 minutes of like tablet work and it's basic letters and numbers and all the preschool pre-academics. Okay. Um, so they could do that morning and afternoon. How hands-on do you have to be during that? Um, I'm pretty hands-on. I kind of bounce between them and Perfect. help troubleshoot okay. or, yeah. I think the goal would be to get the preschool done in the morning. And then if I felt like I needed to, or if we needed, I wanted, needed something to keep them busy, then we could do something again in the afternoon. In the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see you go. So I've, I've put a morning and a morning routine and a nighttime block in that's already organically in your life. So from five to 6am is your morning routine. Now, if you actually get your bum out of bed on time, (laughs) then you can do your own kind of like morning routine where it's just slow. And then you can reserve the last 30 minutes for your business. So that's the real game changer is, you know, that if you get out of bed late, you're immediately going to nix reading your Bible and, and, and all of those slow things, it goes straight to your business because that's what you feel like you have to do. And mm-hmm. that's the time. That's when you have to start making like those hard decisions where you look at why things are feeling so frustrating in disarray or um, why you're kind of just feeling out of alignment is because you're missing that key thing. This is where 
the high performance habits book by Brendan Bouchard is incredibly impactful because it starts to train your brain for you to understand how to make different decisions with your time, with your habits, like staying up and watching television every single night with your husband is leading you. If this is the reason, right. That's leading you into sleeping in every single morning. And those are the habits that you want to change. You have to have some kind of mental switch where you realize like, this is leading to that and I want to do that. So I need to change this habit that precedes this thing. So just think about that. When the alarm, close, when alarm clock goes off at five o'clock, what it is that you're giving up by staying in bed 30 minutes longer because you're not, you're not actually really sleeping. It's just really hard to get up right away. So the biggest thing that I always make moms do is plug your phone in on the other side of the room. It shouldn't be on your nightstand at night ever. But it's my alarm. <laughs> That's why it's on the other side of the room so that you have to get oh. out of bed to go turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my husband does. He, <laughs> yeah. he, has, he has his alarm going off in the bathroom. So he's like, has to walk over, but it doesn't work for him. <laughs> <laughs> does he just come back to bed? Yeah. I turn around and make my bed behind me before I go turn my alarm off. Like oh. I pull my blankets up because I will get back in bed, but we just get up because Bailey is up. My recommendation for both of you is pick one night a week that you're watching TV in bed. That's it. Okay. Every other night you should be reading a book, connecting with each other, writing in a journal, something that is inward with each other or alone before you go to bed. That's going to help you get out of bed much easier in the morning and don't have them set it at three, have them set it at four 30, start there, you know, just little mm -hmm. increments of time. Um, Cause ideally if you could get your night, if you could have lights out at nine and, and get up at five, I get, a, uh, my ideal is four 30 and I try and have lights out by eight 30. Mm. That's normally what that typically looks like. If I'm not really diligent about my decisions, it's I'm asleep at nine and I'm up at five, which is not my favorite because Bailey gets up at five 30. She stays in a room mm. until six 30, but it's the yellow stage and then the green stage and you know, all of that. Yes. So just, too, and green. <laughs> so just start thinking about, about that and talk to him and see, Hey, is there something else? Does he like to read books at all? Um, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Or whatever you guys want to do in the evenings, but TV sometimes can just really like suck you in Yeah, it does. and it makes it hard to like turn out the lights and go to bed. But that's just something to think about. Now, as far as your blocks go during the day, I would set up to where you do just, what time do you have breakfast on the table? Uh, that varies too, usually about 7.30. Okay, what do your kids do in the morning? They just hang out? <laughs> that varies too. <laughs> See, that's the thing, we don't have like any regular thing. We're um, going to, you're going to very soon. <laughs> Sometimes they just like hang out and play and I, um, I'm usually like on the couch waiting for them when they get up and we'll um, snuggle and talk, whatever. And usually the first words out of my son's mouth is I want to watch a show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he is like so hooked on the TV and sometimes I let them depending on what I'm doing. If I want more time to do my business stuff, like, okay, sure. You can watch a show for 30 minutes while I finish doing this and then yeah. I'll make breakfast and turn it off. Um, so, and, and really, I don't mind them watching a little TV in the morning. It just kind of helps them. I don't know if it's good or not, <laughs> but it's just kind of something to do while they're waking up and I can get breakfast made and then we'll eat breakfast and the TV goes off and we don't turn it back on for a while. Okay, so here's what I, here's, there's nothing wrong with that either. We've, we, we do it, we've done it. It's not, it's not going to encourage the outcome that you want is what I would say to it. It's not that it's bad. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's going to make what you're trying to do more difficult. Yeah. So if you think about what needs to happen as far as preschool is concerned with them. And this is what I do with Bailey is on the days that she has school, there's no TV in the morning. So, and every single day of the week, except for Sundays, we mm -hmm. let, we let ride Sundays, but when there's church, that's not really an option. We have one day a week where we don't do their morning routine, but they, as soon as 
Bailey gets up and her light turns green. I meet them. I meet her in her bedroom and we make her bed. Mm -hmm. We do her hair. We brush her teeth. We get her dressed for the day before they ever even come out of the room. That's totally done. And that makes it to where no matter what we need to do, she's ready to get in the car. And that is getting her back in the bedroom to do all of that after she's been out, after she's watched TV, any of that, it just becomes a hassle and getting them to preschool on time. Mm-hmm. from 6 to 7 30 because if school starts around 8 ish right yeah. you're gonna need to be yeah. out the door by 7 30 that's an hour and a half to get two little four-year-olds dressed their beds made their room picked up yeah. from whatever they did during yellow light time <laughs> <laughs> and then you know ready to get out the door so yeah. i think you yeah. could very 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 easily use six to 7.30 in the morning as a structured time. And then from 7.30 to 8.30, have that be when you do school. And then you can turn the TV on, get some work done, do all that kind of stuff. So that- Yeah, I like yes. it. Okay. <laughs> I like I, it. I think it would work. I think it would work really well. Yeah. I agree. I never thought about doing it like right away, getting dressed and all the things because I don't know. It's always been just like chill, relax. Like they have their quiet time too. Like I had my quiet time. (laughs) Well, they've already had it. They've been in their bedroom. That's true. Annabelle has at least. Yeah. Okay. So here's what's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to change that habit for them. But this is what I do. I keep them very engaged with me in the kitchen. And I ask them to help me. And I ask them to work with me. Uh I ask them... Breakfast is almost always done because sometimes Blaine is home and sometimes he will help with that. If he's not home, I make sure that it's done so that as soon as they're ready to go, like we're eating breakfast and they come and they eat breakfast and that Mm -hmm. helps a lot. Then they help me clean up from breakfast. They're responsible for taking their dishes. You know why I don't get them dressed before breakfast? It's because they get their clothes dirty. Yes. And so that's what I've always like right after breakfast, that's been our habit. Like right after breakfast, we go get dressed and that's when we brush our teeth and brush our hair and do all the things because then I could take their breakfast off their clothes, off their pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) If that is totally failing and not working, I would suggest having breakfast ready for them as soon as they come out. Have breakfast, wash up, clean up, then take them, have them help you clean up breakfast. Then you go get ready for the day and then you come back out. You can try either one and see which one works best for your kids and for the flow, what they're used to, all that kind of stuff. Um, Once they come back out, I would have them help you pack a lunch. And I know you're at home with them, but when they go to school, they're going to have to have a lunch. When they're with the sitter, hopefully two days a week, they're going to need to have a lunch. So what it can look like is they could just pack their morning snack. They could actually pack their lunch boxes, which is another huge hack that I tell moms to do is when you're in the kitchen in the morning and in that morning time, have your kids help you pack their lunch. So at lunchtime, you just give them their lunch, have something prepared, have them help you pack your lunch. We do that a lot. Not every day. All day. Yeah, we do. Because it removes how many times a day you have to stand in that stupid kitchen and pull food out of the fridge. (laughs) I hate it. I actually love it, but it's just like, gosh, dang, this is all I do? Yeah. I feel like I can't just like sit and eat a meal because I'm constantly like up and down. Mom, I need ranch for my carrots. Mom, I need my milk. Mom, I need... (laughs) I know. Can I have a stick cheese? So that's from six to seven thirty. Is this this little thing that's happening? From seven thirty to eight thirty, let's have you do. Do you want to take them outside for an hour yes. every morning? Do you do that regularly? Um, it depends on the weather. Do I do anything regularly? <laughs> I mean, like, would that be your goal, weather permitting? <laughs> is it like yeah, that? Would be great. Would you say that their play outside is relatively independent? Um. Yeah. As okay. long as I get the station set up like if it's a pool or they're playing in the sandbox or whatever I get it set up and initiated then it's mostly independent okay with I feel like my biggest struggle with these schedules where I really want to do them but it's like getting my kids to do them Mm -hmm. and 
setting that expectation that this is what we're going to do right now. That's mm -hmm. a real struggle with Alan. Annabelle is so like, okay, mom, whatever. <laughs> like she's the people pleaser and wants to just yeah. get along. Whereas like this morning, Alan threw a fit and sat on the porch for a good 30 minutes before he finally came out and joined Annabelle and I. And that is just a personal thing that you're going to have to decide. How do you want to respond? What do you want to deal with? How much energy do you want to put into it to make it work? What way do you want to make yeah. it work? You know, all that kind of stuff. And that's just like, I am literally on bend and knee prayer every day. Like, Lord, help me deal with this child because it's taking so much out of me that Frankie mm -hmm. never demanded ever. She's yeah. people pleaser. She want to make me happy. She wants to make everybody happy. So sounds like my kids. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. If he doesn't want to do it, you have two choices. You can either go the love and logic route and he can have natural consequences. Bummer. I'm sorry. You can sit there if you want to, you know, would you rather, what would you rather do instead and give him two choices? What he wants to do. You can come outside and play, or you can sit there and be sad. I'd love for you to come and join us when you can be happy. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> you just leave him alone. You know, leave like that's options. okay. <laughs> Here's your options. Like it's, you know, I know you just have to work through it with him, but I think the more that you give in to, and this is what we're dealing with, the more you give in to those behaviors, the harder it becomes to manage the entire home. And so he needs more structure. He needs more consistency. And once he begins to understand that these are the dynamics, these are the rules, these are the boundaries, he's going to push them like crazy. And like Bailey screams her bloody head off, like it is major meltdown city, major tantrums. So mm -hmm. we just have to keep with it and we're working through that. But what I do know- I think is, the schedule will help with him. Yes, that's what I was gonna say, is that it helps tremendously when she knows what to expect, what we're doing next, when mom's excited about it, when mom's engaging her in it, come and help me, instead of constantly trying to put her off because she's so much stinking work. When I engage her, <laughs> Yeah. she's way, way, way easier to work with. Twice. So as soon as you get really clear on what has to happen all day long, okay. I don't think that you're going to need, we, you can do picture graphics, but I think that you're going to be able to guide them through. Yes, we're going to get there as soon as we finish this. Can you please come finish this so that we can go watch Bow on the Go? Yes. I know you like Bow on the Go. Can you please come finish this? So that we can, it's like on repeat all day long, all day long and redirecting yeah. Bailey to what she's supposed to be doing all day long. But if you don't know what they're supposed to be doing, you can't redirect them. So that's right. where you're going to need right. to know how to flow through this all day long. So you can redirect them. I'm so excited that you want to come outside and play because as soon as we go in, we get to do circle time or whatever you're going to call preschool, right? We're going to do circle time and you got to get jazzed up for circle time. Like whatever this looks like <laughs> all day long. It's like, can you, can you go to school yet? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So you start dinner at 4.30. How long is there? So it looks like they're pretty, how long will they play independently? for like their room time i'm shooting for an hour what time do you have lunch do you have lunch at a certain time <laughs> lunch is about 11 o'clock okay and we're typically done um 11 30 ish and it's we're cleaning up and whatever playing and then it's usually sometime after that but okay. i think i think on a day-to-day -day basis um, more like one o'clock would be a good time for a nap for him. Okay. How much screen time are you okay with during the day? Tell, okay, let me just separate this. How much TV time do you want them to have during the day? Is two hours in one solid block too much? They've done it before. <laughs> um, I would prefer to break that up. I try and break it up. Like they sometimes they'll have TV time while I'm cooking dinner because they're, they need to be distracted. Yeah. And they yeah. can't keep yeah. themselves busy. So I like to reserve like an hour for when I'm cooking dinner or, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm struggling with that. Um, I, I feel like two hours in one block is too long, but they do it all the time. <laughs> like well, that's, that's what, not ideal. I know. And that's what you have to kind of start to think of is it's like, if you really sat down and you calculated how much time they're getting it and you just condensed it, yeah. it may, it might be too much for you,
But if you take all these random pockets that they're getting that you Mm -hmm. are okay with and you put them all together, that's when you're like, I am using this. You're getting TV for two hours so that I can have two hours completely focused and then you're not getting it anymore, right? Or whatever that looks like. That's why I was kind of trying to gauge like, where are you at with that? How much time do you need? Do you not need? For me, it's easier to put it all together in one chunk than to break it up in certain parts of the day. But it just depends on how your kids respond to that and what you want to do with it. So let me ask you a couple more questions because I'm trying to figure out how to, I've got this AM block for you from 6 AM until 9.30. So you're going to do their morning routine of getting them dressed in the morning and all that kind of stuff at six o'clock. Then you're going to go into breakfast and pack some lunches. 7.30 to 8.30, you'll have active play. Like they're outside, they're doing whatever. You can check in with your phone. You can respond to some people. Be, be multitasking-ish. And you need to know what activities, what tasks in your business that you're going to do repeatedly every morning during that block of time. Okay. And then from eight, they're, when they're done with that, I would cut them off and move them into preschool time from 8.30 to 9.30. If is an hour because it's so hot, right? Like I wouldn't have them out past my kids. I wouldn't have them out for more than an hour right now. It's like bloody hot outside. Yeah. So that, that takes you up until 9.30. Now, if lunch starts at 11.30, you have from 9.30 to 11.30 to fill. And I was thinking that after the preschool time, you've held their attention. They haven't had technology that they could move into time on the TV at 9.30. Now, if you only want it to be for an hour, that's totally fine. Then we need to talk about what you're going to do. When they're on the TV, you can get some work done. And then what are you going to do for the hour after you turn off the TV before you start lunch? Mm -hmm. That's what you need to figure out. Okay. Let's try, let's try it. I mean, we don't know until we try it, right? Let's do the two hour chunk. Yeah, I would try it. And then at 11.30, you make their lunch, do whatever you need to do, and then you have room time uh, from 1 to 2. So lunch at 11.30, and then 11.30 to 1 is just free play? Yeah, well, you're going to you're gonna have their lunch. They're going to help set the table. They're going to clean up the lunch. They're going to put the food away all that kind of stuff, eat the lunch, they're going to do all of that, you know, that should consume at least 30 minutes, right? Yeah. So then you just have from 12 to one where you're going to do whatever you would normally do with them. Free play. If they'll go free play, let them go free play. I would just assume that you would be engaging with them in some kind of food eating and it's a buffer right like I don't want you to be so locked down to the minute right this gives you time like it just kind of gives you time in your day to where everything's not flexibility yeah yeah the only thing that I don't know for sure is from two o'clock until 4 30 how you'd like to fill that time you can put a preschool block in there where you do another hour of some kind of engaged activity with them You can just do free play. If they would do free play, I would love that. Obviously, Mm -hmm. if they haven't had any time where they're just playing in the room, just like go be kids and go play somewhere. But that is, Mm -hmm. for me, what I would do with that time, what I typically do with that time is that's when you're going to fill in like your to-dos, any kind of cleaning, um, anything that has to be done. And your kids are going to do it with you, right? They're going to come and do all these things together so that it's filling that time and you're not just sitting there trying to entertain your kids. You're actually getting something done for your house, whatever that might, whatever that might look like for the week. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to move straight into your, from 4.30 to the rest of the night. That's like so easy. You just do what you normally do there, you know? Yeah. Um, but if you, if you do this and you have your TV time for two hours, it gives you two hours of work and it gives you another hour of work. That's three hours a day. And you said you thought you needed two hours a day and that's with no sitter at all. So if you have a sitter come two days a week from, she could even come from 9.30 
if you follow this, you'll be done with preschool. She could come from 10 to two, they'll just be in their TV time. But I always like to have a sitter come in between transitions from one activity to the next. So the sitter picks up with whatever they're doing during that time. Yeah. Um, and they could not have I, any, go ahead. No, you. They could, they, they could just it. not, on the days when the sitter comes, you could let them know, like, I want you to go engage with them in a game in their room or whatever you want them to do. So they don't have TV time on those two days, which is going to make you feel even better about having yeah. two hours of TV time on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because they're not getting any on Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. If I had a sitter come, they're not having TV time because right. the TV is like the sitter. Right. So. And um, just remember, this is totally temporary. Like they're getting ready to go to preschool. And if you do a preschool block in the morning from seven or from 8.30 to 9.30 and you do another one when they wake up from their quiet time, you're doing a good job. So I will digest all of this and get it sent over to you in the next couple of days. Um, so that way you can kind of start looking at it. But the most important thing that you're gonna need to do is, is hunker down on figuring out exactly what tasks you need to do every single week in your business and how much time each of them take you. Like mm -hmm. hands down, that's what's gonna be a game changer for you knowing how to really start making headway in your business and stop doing tap, it makes you not feel like you're working all the time anymore. Like you just won't feel like that because you, right. you know, I need to do these four things today. I have two hours blocked off. I sit down, I do these four things and I'm done. And then you move yeah. on. Mm -hmm. So that's the one. Now that you have this as your foundation, the rest of the rest of what you need to do is what you do in your work hours. Wasn't this session absolutely incredible? It is amazing how much ground Heather and I were able to cover in an hour session. Now, if you are in a place where you're like, I don't just want to be a fly on the wall. I actually want to be in the same Zoom room because we don't actually meet in the same room, but I want to be in the room with Chelsea and I, I want to do that with her. Like I want that kind of clarity. I really want to understand how I should be moving about my day. Look, I have sessions available and I really want you to know that you have two options here. You can go through this in a self-paced course called Systemize Your Productivity that is open and available to you. Or you can book one session with me and we can dive in to trying to work through just one specific schedule for your day. We can try and tackle that and see how far that gets you with being able to build a foundation for how to manage your time and your tasks and your home and your business. The coolest thing that ever really happened to me was when I sat down and I was like, okay, look, I have these two things that I know God has called me to do. I know God has called me to be a mother and to be a wife and to be in motherhood, really. And I also know that he's called me to run this business. And so I'm going to give my very best to both of them. And that means I'm going to have to get productive. That means I'm going to have to be strategic with my time, with my energy, with how I care for myself and my children and all of the amazing and incredible people that come to me through this podcast. So if you want that kind of clarity, please hop on over to chelseajoe.co backslash productivity session. You can also find information about my Systemize Your Productivity course at chelseajoe.co backslash SYP course. All right, friends, I am, as always, so, so grateful that you are joining me here and I cannot wait to jam with you next time.